It's the Beat Breakfast Bachelor Podcast. It's an all-girls edition of the Beat Breakfast Podcast. Well, the Beat Breakfast Bachelorette Podcast, I guess. And uh, this week we're taking an interesting turn. No Carlos, no Dave, but we've got LD here. Hello. And LD does not watch The Bachelorette, The Bachelor, any of that junk. I even made a promise to Laura that I would watch it last night, and I couldn't bring myself to do it. (laughs) And you bailed on it. So uh, (laughs) this week's podcast is going to have opinions from somebody who really despises the show. But take this with a grain of salt, because Elle, you watch The Kardashians. I love The Kardashians. So I do love love my trash TV. Uh-huh. Who knows? Even if I watched it, maybe I would have enjoyed it, but we will never know. Okay, so this week, Rachel took her three boyfriends home to her parents mm-hmm. and her family so they could all meet and give their approval. The first guy to go was a fan favorite. His name is Peter. Yeah. And everybody's been liking Peter, but the one problem with Peter throughout like this last little chunk of the season is that Peter has told Rachel numerous times that if I'm the last guy standing, I'm not sure if I want to give you an engagement. Ooh, that'd be tough to hear. He just says, you know, this is all really fast. I would continue dating you, but I don't I don't think I want to jump to an engagement. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if you take yourself out of the bachelorette world, that's a pretty smart way of thinking about things. But it is, but this is in real life. No, it, so it isn't. The, no, the game has changed, Peter. Peter? Uh-huh. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Peter has changed the game, but his visit with Rachel's family actually went really well. She took him shopping to buy some clothes for his sister's uh, kids. And they even said at one point during his hometown date that he's a winner. Wow, the kids said this. No, 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 the family did. Oh, everybody. He's a winner. Way to go, Pete. So Peter's having a conversation with Rachel's mom at one point, and she asks him the same thing. Will you be ready to propose? Because I guess during these hometown dates, this is when they're supposed to ask the family permission to propose. Oh, I see. And, uh, you know, Peter said, listen, I straight up don't know if I'll be able to propose to Rachel at the end of this, but I would like your permission to date my daughter. Mm -hmm. And Rachel's mom loved it. She seemed to love the fact that Peter's not going to pop the question, despite that being something that Rachel really, really wants. Hmm, that's tough as a mom too, because you know, you want what's best for your kid, but it's very admirable of him to say this and just be upfront about how he feels. Mm -hmm. The next date was Eric and Eric is the guy. He's one of Rachel's boyfriends, Elle, that is just so anxious about everything all the time. He's 28 years old. He's never had a (laughs) serious... (laughs) <laughs> he's never had a serious girlfriend. Oh, dump him. Dump him. And uh, he's never said, I love you to anybody. It's okay to have not been in love for 28 years, but you have to have tried. You have to have made a commitment to try and get there. And if he hasn't done that yet, he doesn't. I don't know if he ever will, you know? He doesn't, but he's ready now. And he actually ended up having a conversation with Rachel's mom about why he's ready to settle down. And he did end up asking the, can I marry your daughter question. You would be ready for that. Yes. Uh, uh, marriage, if that's where it lent, lent itself. Um, what in your life made you think that you would possibly I just ready? really was at a point in my life where um, I tried a single life for a long time and not very much success. And um, for me, it was, I know I embody the qualities of being a husband and I want that for myself. I want love. I want a family. I want success. I want to share a life with someone. Mrs. Lindsay? Yes. I want to ask you if I have the permission um, to propose to your daughter and take her hand in marriage. And answer however you feel. I don't, nothing is going to affect, you know, I just want the truth, honestly. And that's, yeah. At this point, 
if Rachel decided you two were going to take that journey to, uh, which could lead to marriage, um, I feel comfortable with that. Um, and so wherever that leads, I trust her. Thank you. You're welcome. So Rachel's mom approves, but she doesn't actually sound too sure. I mean, he was the first one to ask that question. And I think she just kind of didn't really know how to react because her mom seemed pretty like clearly spoken throughout the whole night. But that's when she started saying, uh, uh, yeah, uh, if, if, uh, if that's what Rachel wants, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's because he has terrible grammar. That's why. <laughs> ask you a question please yeah oh my gosh yeah uh but anyway good for him his his date seemed to go pretty well and then uh brian brian had his meeting with the family now brian has been a fan favorite i picked him to win at the beginning of this season mm -hmm. he is your stereotypical i'm a good looking charming guy boyfriend boyfriend nice yes way to go brian but the problem with brian this whole season has been a lot of people don't think he's sincere with the charm that he has uh, and Rachel's sister kind of called him out on this, mm -hmm. and so did her whole family. Damn. Because things got awkward at the dinner table. From day one, I felt, you know, she's she's my girlfriend. She was a girlfriend after like a week? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm uh... What qualities does she accentuate in you? Uh, Can you elaborate on it a little bit? Yeah, uh... Oh my God. <laughs> No, it's, a, it's a valid point. He wants to get to know, you know, what the specifics are about the, the relationship and what wants to get down to brass tacks. Okay. Uh, would you guys excuse me for a second? He walks up and he gets away. Wow. Brian. Brian, you were doing so well. I'm wondering if the producers, like, forced him to do this, though, because he excuses himself from the table and nobody really seemed too, like, perplexed. And then Rachel jumps in and says, like, you guys are annoying me, man. Like, why can't you just let him answer his questions? Of course it was the producers. The producers are doing this whole thing. Yeah, they love the drama. And yeah. and by the end of this date, Brian ends up asking for permission as well. And the mother does approve. So he gets the stamp of approval by the end of it. But the family still kind of seems not too sure on Brian. Right. I think they like Peter the best. But the problem with Rachel and Peter is Peter's fear of engagement. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal when you're on a show about being engaged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we will get to that. Actually, we'll hear some of that in just a couple of minutes. But uh, after everybody went and met the family, yeah. it's time for the fantasy suites. Oh, damn. Yeah, now you don't even watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette, but you know what the fantasy suites are all about, right? I've heard of them. I know that they exist. I know that this is like naughty time, right? Uh, 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 it's all yeah. about the nookie. Wait, 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 now, we've had uh, the winner of The Bachelorette Canada here on this show because he's from Waterloo. Mm -hmm. And he actually said, a lot of the time during the fantasy suites, you don't actually end up doing any nookie nookie because you don't know because you, you only get like maybe a total of two or three days to actually spend time with this person that you're getting engaged to. Are you to. hearing my eyes roll? <laughs> like ridiculous. So apparently it doesn't even happen. But but the thing with Rachel and Eric, he's the first one that got a shot at this fantasy suite. Mm -hmm. uh, they're in Spain. They're having all this delicious life stuff going on. Some but Eric, sangria probably. Yeah. Yeah. And wine. And Eric is the one person who has not told Rachel that he's falling in love with her yet. Oh. So uh, Rachel's been waiting for that and hoping for that. Uh, Peter has kind of like acted more like it, but I guess he hasn't fully fessed up to it either. But okay. Eric, Eric's never been in love. That's the problem with Eric. He wouldn't even know how to recognize it, even so, if he was. So by the end of their one-on-one -on -one time before the fantasy suites, because this is how it works, they go on a date, then Rachel has this card with the keys to door, you know? Right. And then she has the option to give him this card, or if she's not feeling how the date's going, no fantasy suite for you, Glenn oh, Coco. I see. So she like fishes it out of Eric. 
she keeps asking him, so how you feeling about us? Like how you how you feeling? And he eventually says he's feeling like he's falling in love. Okay. Boom! He gets the card instantly. So she's really digging on him. Yeah. So yeah. they ended up going to the fantasy suite. I still don't think anything happened because the next morning when they're doing this, you know, shot of them talking to each other, Rachel's wearing a onesie. And it took me like a good four months to break the ones yet in front of the boyfriend. <laughs> I think they were just cuddling. Uh, I think it was definitely some making out and some hand action. I'm going to say <laughs> that they got to at least third base in oh, the fantasy suite. I don't know. Let's see if that what that onesie had a buttonhole or not, you know? <laughs> the next person to have a fantasy suite date was Peter. And this is where the problem starts to begin. Rachel's still unsure of whether Peter is willing to get engaged to her at the end of this. Which again, I don't know why he's on the show if he's not prepared to be engaged to somebody after only meeting them a couple times. Yes, yes. Uh, is he at least really hot? He's pretty good looking. Well, and here, here's the one thing that they bonded over from the very beginning. Peter and Rachel both have gap teeth. And that was kind of like a cute little oh, bonding moment that they had. They both said like, it brings charm within their families or whatever. Yeah. Peter explained during his um, meeting with Rachel's family that his parents actually got married after a month of dating and they've been together for 36 years. Wow. So, I mean, maybe he should follow in his parents' footsteps, but there's he, no rules with love though. I guess not. No. Uh, but so Peter and Rachel really tried to get down to this. What ended up happening was Rachel's trying to see how his feelings are on getting engaged, if those yeah. have changed. And the conversation gets in interrupted. They got to go to a wine cellar instead and try delicious, beautiful wine. <laughs> oh, darn. I know, huge pause in that. <laughs> but at the end of this episode, we are left with Peter and Rachel on a couch, and she asks him, uh, how do you feel about this and about being engaged? Because this is what I'm on the show for. Mm. And the conversation did not go well. You know, at the same time, I understand like a relationship is about sacrifices and, you know, you're on one end and I'm on the other. And if you're the person at the end, like if, if we really want this and we want each other, then somebody's got to bend. I, I don't want you to give up on what you believe and what, what you need in your life. But you know, you, you, we talk about trying to find a common ground. I don't know what that is with something that's so polar opposite. Mm -hmm. And the episode ends off with this. Rachel is upset. Next episode, it looks like she's crying. It looks like Peter's crying. Oh, no. They just cannot come to common grounds on this. And I hate it because it's a to be continued. I hate those. Our season finale is going to go into it with three guys standing. This show is two hours long. Like, two things happen. And it's also to be continued. What's up with this I'm show? I'm glad you're hearing how brutal it is without even watching it. Because seriously, there's a lot of fluff. You know, you missed it at the beginning of the season. They big the first half of the season mm -hmm. over like a racist white dude and a black dude. Okay. They tried to base half the season off of a battle between the two of them. And none of them ever ended up fighting each other. They what? just cut the clips to make it look like somebody was bleeding from a fight. But it was bleeding from a challenge. Oh my God. Yeah. This is just an emotional roller coaster that I am not emotionally equipped to, to see and to watch. I don't emote, so I just laugh at it <laughs> most of the time. I mean, I suggest watching this season of The Bachelorette with wine, but so I'm not sure who's going to win. Based on not knowing any of Rachel's boyfriends at all, do you think it's going to be Peter? Do you think it's going to be Brian? Or do you think it's going to be Eric? Judging by what you have told me over the past about 10 minutes, I'm going to say that I think Peter has the best shot of getting hooked up with Rachel. Uh, I do believe that he showed her his Peter in the fantasy suite because that's what happens in oh, there no matter what Eric. you hear. 
Oh, that's Eric. Uh, now I'm just confused. I'm going to say that I like Peter. You're going to say you're going with Peter anyway? You just want to anyway. say Peter's going to show Rachel as Peter. That's why. That's why I had to set it up. Listen, I'm rooting for Peter, too. Hopefully he can whip it out. And by that, I mean the ring and propose to Rachel when she keeps him at the end. But we're going to have to find out all of this in about two weeks because next week is the men tell all. Ooh, juicy. Yeah. And I'll be watching the Kardashians. Yeah. So you enjoy that. Thanks for joining us on a podcast that you kind of know nothing about, right? No, but thanks for the entertainment. Thanks for winging it. Yeah. (laughs) 91.5 The Beat.